On today's podcast, we have the man responsible for bringing the perfect balance of eat, work, and play to our lives right here in Charlotte. We talk about everything from when he knew it was the right time to make the jump from corporate America to start his business full time to an upcoming 007 inspired experience that's coming right here to the Queen City. We even get a chance to talk about his favorite cookie spot. We also announce a special giveaway towards the end of the podcast, so be sure to tune in to the end so you don't miss it. I hope you enjoy today's podcast. Welcome to the Legacy and Lifestyle Show, where you'll learn how to live the life you want today while planning for the legacy you want to leave tomorrow. And I'm your host, George Palm, entrepreneur, financial advisor, fitness enthusiast, and foodie. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Legacy and Lifestyle Show. We have a very special guest today. We got Maryland native Devon Bailey. He's the founder of Eat Work Place Charlotte, a lifestyle guide for Charlotte residents that connects them with the best restaurants, events, ways to communicate with like-minded professionals. The business is really a larger version of something Bailey has done since high school, connect different social circles to one another and worthwhile organization in his community. Eat Work Play is now Bailey's full-time hustle and has grown to 60,000 plus user base. So ladies and gentlemen, with no further ado, Devon Bailey. How you doing, man? What's going on, Jonas? Thanks so much for having me here today. Oh, absolutely, man. We wanted to have you on the show for a little while now, so I'm glad we got a chance to make it happen. Absolutely, absolutely. Good deal, man. So I know I did the, the formal bio, but if you know, if you could give us a little bit about who you are and you know just what you're about, you know, outside of maybe what I just read to share with the shrinking population that doesn't know who you are. Uh, you just tell us, you know, who you are, what you're about. Absolutely. So um, just real quick, um, Again, Devon Bailey. I am from the Prince George's County area of Maryland. Uh, moved to Charlotte, North Carolina five, four or five years ago. Graduated from school at Bucknell University. And I really came here working at Bank of America as a compliance analyst. Uh, did two or three years there. Decided, hey, I wanted to make the jump. And then I started the company Eat Work Play Charlotte, which is a lifestyle guide for young professionals. So when you're looking for the best restaurants, events, and ways to connect with other like-minded individuals, yeah. um, this is that hub to get you connected to the experiences of Charlotte uh, quickly. So. Dope. So compliance, huh? man, compliance is a thorn in my side in my industry. <laughs> so you were the guy that I probably didn't like. Yeah. Back then. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. So you, so you did it for three years? Yep, I did compliance for three years, uh, vendor management compliance, privacy compliance, mm-hmm. and uh, financial crimes compliance gotcha. out in Toronto, Canada. So when did you when did you know it was the right time to make the make the leap, make the jump? Well, for me, um, it's funny story. I was I had gotten a call from HR, just actually a time request on my condo from HR, just saying uh, they wanted to. I just have a conversation. I was thinking, hey, you know, it's, it's three years. I know the bank, they do layoffs, this, that, and the third. I wasn't yeah. really sure exactly what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, but I just pretty much planned for all three, uh, for three instances. One, if, you know, I was let go. Two, if they wanted me to stay. Or three, if they wanted me to get um, a promotion. 
personally, they were, they were trying to give me a promotion. Yeah. Uh, and the plan for that was just to say, hey, you know what? I think I am going to make the jump uh, because I think that what I can, what I really want to offer the world is something that is has to be timely and it, and it has to be done now because um, the amount of work it was taking me to complete my job and the amount of work it was taking me to do my work outside of the office and ability workplace, it was starting to uh, require more of me. And so for me, I knew it was the right time to yeah. uh, jump on it. Really required more than what I could give it having a nine to five. So, gotcha. Makes perfect sense. Fortunately, I had saved up. I'm not saying you know just make any kind of leap or anything mm -hmm. like that. But I I had saved up for a little while just um, because I had had I was fortunate enough to have some disposable income, mm -hmm. um, and I didn't have a wife and kids to support at the time. Right. right. Not now either. <laughs> just <laughs> just throw it out there. <laughs> but um, really. I was able to save. I mean, I was staying in an apartment where rent was maybe five hundred dollars a month, nice. but I was, you That's know, smart. making north of seventy-five k. So it was like I could afford, Stack. yeah, you know, I could I could afford to um, have more, but I just wanted to live a minimalist lifestyle so that I could make the jump. And that's really yeah. what I when I knew I could jump was when I felt like I had some comfortable uh, savings mm -hmm. to where I could last at least. Um, four, five months, which yeah. probably isn't long enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, going into it, I realized that may not been long enough, but uh, you know. Yeah, I, I no, that's that's great. So it, it makes me think of a couple of things, right? Like one of the things me and one of my business partners always say as entrepreneurs is keep your lows high and your highs low, right? And so it's like you know, and entrepreneurship just ebbs and flows. I don't care how big or how small you, small you are as an entrepreneur, you're gonna have highs and lows, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like I think you made a strategic decision. Knowing that, hey, look, I could probably, you know, I'm living a young professional life. I could go out here and get a probably a flashier apartment, but you knew that there was something more that you wanted. And you wanted to, I guess, kind of harvest your resources to make sure that you could do that versus living a certain lifestyle prematurely. Absolutely. I think it's important for like folks who want to be entrepreneurs to hear that because, you know, that's part of the sacrifice. That's part of the process. That's one of the things you can do to expedite it because, I mean, you hear a lot of, you know, Silicon Valley companies getting funding and startup capital, but end of the day like fund yourself fund your own dream like there's nothing wrong with a nine to five like leverage the nine to five exactly. to fund your dream right so i think it was very strategic that you did that so kudos to you um i guess share with us um one of your bigger challenges that you've experienced as as an entrepreneur one that you can kind of pinpoint um one as an entrepreneur i think is i mean right now the Everybody wants to be their own boss, and I think that not everybody, but um, that's a lot. A, that's the thing. I mean, we, people, we, yeah. we want the freedom. Uh, we want freedom. Mm -hmm. um, with that freedom, you are able to really learn yourself in a magnitude that you didn't even know how to, that you know that you didn't know existed. So, um, I would say for me, it was almost relearning myself and. Understanding, hey, this is Devon in his true state mm -hmm. without the fingers being shaken at his forehead. So, for me, I was saying my one of the challenges was, okay, hey, 
I know that for me, when I'm in the office, I know I have to have this thing done on this day at that time. But to have that um, internal discipline versus discipline that's coming from something outside of you, mm -hmm. um, I think that as an entrepreneur, once you can, once you master that, that's when you're able to reach the next level of entrepreneurship. Right. So, would you say one thing you learned about yourself is that you had that discipline, or that you had to hone in and like, I guess, teach yourself that skill? Um, I think I had work ethic, mm -hmm. and I think I also had some dis. I had some discipline, but the level of discipline that I needed when I first started out, I think I underestimated how much discipline I needed to have. Mm -hmm. um, when I first started yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. Because so, you're wearing so many hats then, right? Yes, yes. I mean, in, in, as an entrepreneur, you'll wear a lot of hats for a long period of time, yeah, right? Yeah. But in the beginning, you're wearing all the hats. Right, and so you can work hard, and I think discipline, if you have the right amount of discipline, mm -hmm. you'll almost force yourself to work smart. So um, that means not trying to fit, tweak this one piece of your website for two days straight, because you really want to get it right, um, but actually allocating a certain amount of time to yourself and for yourself to get that piece done. Mm -hmm. And almost, hey, tapping somebody else in that is really good at that. Right. And we'll minimize that time to five minutes. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Um, where yeah. you're gonna spend so much time on, yeah. on that. So I think yeah. that's, that's what I mean by discipline as mm -hmm. well, is, being able to control your time hmm. and I have because you know, that's what I, I look at for me entrepreneurship has nothing to do with personally right it has nothing to do with money right? right like money is just the natural result of providing value to the world yeah. right yeah. Um, so for me it's always been about time freedom right so it's like how can I continue to position myself in a way where what I do provides me time for you so I can spend more time with my family, I can do more of what I love. That's what it is to me when I have kids. I don't have kids yet either. I do have a wife though. <laughs> um, you know, for me, it's like being able to know that like midday, if my kid has a, a soccer game, I can go to the soccer game. You know, that's what entrepreneurship is to me. Like being able to buy my time back because you can always get more money. You can close one deal and it's, you know, life changing financially, but time is, you know, it's all we got. It's a finite resource. So Absolutely. that's a good point. Um, as an entrepreneur, it's, it's I guess I, could, I would say it's easy to let doubt creep in, right? Like especially now in, in today's social media age, it's like, man, like, am I, am I going hard enough? Am I going fast enough? Like, you know, am I doing the right things? It's easy to have those moments, right? I, I'd be lying if I would say that I didn't have those moments. So my question for you is, whenever those kind of thoughts, like, crept in, what kept you grounded? What kept you focused to let you know that you were still on the right path? I think for me is one of the people that you surround you surround yourself with. Um, as an entrepreneur, many times it can be a lonely process or a lonely uh, journey. But if you even even the people that you know of or may be able to mentor you in some ways, that can remind you of who you are when you're when you kind of get lost in that. Yeah. Um, sometimes you just need that reminder. Um, so. Um, there's been times where I question myself and my abilities and the people that I was able to call on, they just reminded me things that I knew the whole time, but for some reason, because you put the challenge so 
um, so much at the forefront of your mind, you forget that you already have the tools that you need. It's it's really a yeah. snap of a snap of a finger, snap of a finger, and it can be over with that challenge. So, um, for example, here in Charlotte, one of my challenges have been okay. Is the city ready for what I want to do? Mm -hmm. And what I had to be reminded of is, Devon, you're from the DC, Maryland, Virginia area. This is what one of my friends was saying. Yeah. And for you to question if the city is ready for that <laughs> means that you're playing, you're, 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 you're not challenging yourself. Right. It's almost like it's almost like how a team can play down to their competition. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Just like, like you, got, you got to play at your level yep. regardless. Yep. Exactly, like if you got a basketball, that right, basketball exactly. team where they're a great team, mm -hmm. but they only beat the worst team in the league <laughs> uh, by three or four points, right. that's because they played down to their competition. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, in this entrepreneurship true. game, mm -hmm. which I like to look at it yeah, as, it's, good as a game as well. yeah, um, it's more of, hey, can, can you play to the best of your abilities at all times, no matter the surroundings because that's where scale comes in as well. Absolutely. You know, it makes me think of this quote um, my pastor said one time, comparison will paralyze your potential and neutralize your passion. And what he meant by that is, it's basically what we just said, right? So when you compare yourself to someone you perceive to be better than, you uh, paralyze your potential because it's like, you could be doing so much more. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's like, oh, well, technically already, you know, when in, in comparison to this person who I've decided in my head that I'm a little bit further ahead. Right. Right? Right, right. And the other side of that, it will you know, neutralize your passion in the sense that if I'm right where I need to be, but I'm comparing myself to someone else's chapter 20. Right. Then I'm not really fully living in my greatness right now. You know what I'm saying? So literally your only competition is. And I hate to sound cliche, but it's like, what do you want to like? And are you on pace based upon, you know, the goals that you set? I have nothing to do with who's ahead of you and who's behind you. Right. Are you playing up to the level of your potential right. at all times? That's what it made me think about. And it's a constant reminder for me to always just stay in my lane, you know, stay in my lane. So that's a, that's a very good point. All right. So what's, what's one thing you know now? Because you've been doing it for how long now? I've been doing this for... Two years now. Two um, years. Yep, I jumped from the bank in January of 2016. Okay. So two full years now in this, in this game, full time. Mm -hmm. um, what's one thing you know now that's like, hmm, like if I would have known this two years ago, it would have been, it would have come in handy. Not to say like a regret per se, but like something that would have been beneficial at the start of your journey based mm -hmm. on what you've learned so far. Mm -hmm. Probably a lot of things, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would just say almost the power of outsourcing. Um, the power of outsourcing and the risk of outsourcing as well. Um, that I think is, mm, I think, it's interesting yes, yes, okay. it's, it's, it can go both ways. Um, but I think that if you have certain, a foundation within your company in place um, to, to be able to outsource and build a report, build a brand and outsource certain needs that need to be fulfilled, I think that that's, that's huge. Like, a lot of us see Apple as one singular company. Mm -hmm. 
but they're leveraging so many vendors that oh, yeah. are fulfilling a world of needs mm -hmm. and that's how they're able to be this monumental you know platform and company yeah. well that's one of the reasons why right but um just the power of outsourcing outsourcing and leveraging um the talents of others um both from a human standpoint mm -hmm. people that have talents in this way or that way but also companies that have talents in other ways yeah so, um it takes time off of your off of your plate mm -hmm. and then also um you know you can spend the time that you get back selling on the on the now improved product that you have because right. you've outsourced right so you know um, so that yeah that makes a lot of sense i always tell people there's a fundamental difference between working in the business and working on the business mm -hmm. right? right working in the business is like the day-to-day -day stuff you got to do keep the lights on working in the business is strategy working working it means for working on the business is strategy um, how can I grow this thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, spending that quiet time to really sit and think, like, what's next, right? And I think as the leader of a company, oftentimes we don't realize, like, that's literally the most important part, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We can get lost in the sauce of details and emails and follow-ups and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, if you're not constantly focused on how to lead mm -hmm. and what's next and staying ahead of that curve, mm -hmm. you'll get left behind. You've read the book, uh, Who Moved the Cheese or Who Moved My Cheese? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Real thing, yeah. Yeah, man, gotta be aware, gotta be in tune with the market. Speaking oh, of which, uh, kind of a tangent, a tangent that I wasn't thinking about. Um, where you mentioned a little bit earlier, like what you want is Charlotte ready for what you want to bring it, bring to it, right? Mm -hmm. I guess one question, if you don't mind sharing, mm -hmm. what do you want to bring to Charlotte? Yeah, I mean, I really want to bring a an entirely elevated experience to Charlotte. Um, right now, I, I feel like Charlotte is almost teetering on the fact that, hey, do we want to be, you know, uh, a, a city with the sparkle, uh, national sparkle, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, um, but to some extent, in a city that I love being in, mm -hmm. we have to look to see what other, we have to, we're not, I don't think we jump until, I think we jump, our jump is a little bit, Followed, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. For example, a lot of things that we want to bring to the city, we won't do until we've seen another city has done it five, ten years successfully. Mm -hmm. um, and with that, I feel like there's a lot of opportunity for growth. Mm -hmm. um, and also, that will, if we don't have that that lag, so to speak, then it will give us the opportunity to be known for certain things that mm -hmm. we want to be known for. Yeah. Um, if we're waiting on everyone else to mm -hmm. do it successfully, we'll never. What, what, what will we be known for? So, exactly. what I want to bring to the city is almost a mentality of, hey, this is what we want. We're not going to wait for. We're not going to wait to see. Yeah. You know, of course, we want to grow the city the right way, but I want—I just really want, uh, almost like a merch. I love—I love merchant and trade here. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that vibe. Yeah. I want to see that spread a little bit more throughout Charlotte. Yeah. I want more options mm -hmm. of um, experiences like merchant and trade throughout mm -hmm. the city of Charlotte. Yeah. So 
Um, I think with a company like that, they've come here and they've been able to really take the city to another level. But what I want to do here is just really get people, uh, build a community here in Charlotte, make everybody feel like, hey, I'm so even more proud to live in a city like Charlotte because of the infrastructure that's here, because of the community, and it just just looks and feels good. So I think we're we're hitting on a lot of those points with we work play and yeah. I'm be excited to see where else we can do that. Absolutely, absolutely. So for those who don't know, so I know we we've talked a lot about just high level, you know, entrepreneurship stuff. Um, so tell us a little bit about like. Um, some of the events and experiences that you guys have created today that you, that you, I guess you're proud of. Some of the events and experiences we've created. So I think um, some of the experiences we create, so we have an event once a month here in Charlotte. And with those events, there have been people that have come to the events um, by way of friends or um, just seeing it on Instagram or what have you. Mm-hmm. We've, sent, we've had people that have actually moved to Charlotte because of the time that they had. Oh, wow. You know, um, just being in the e-work play community. Yeah. And I love hearing stories like that. Yeah. Because we're able to really show the ex- experience of Charlotte, but not only just of Charlotte, but what mm-hmm. the, community, the community can look like. Yeah. And the experiences that we can look with people. So. And it's, it's amazing how much it's evolved, right? Like, I remember before I met, long before I met you, mm-hmm. Um, somebody told me about like this is group chat that's just like popping and they're talking about like everything's happening in the city. And I actually had to get out of the group because yeah, it was yeah. too popping. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, I'm gonna worry, I'm like, what's going on? And so it's come kind of full circle mm-hmm. to know that like you, you know, were behind that, right? Yeah. And it just goes I think it also goes back to just like starting before you're ready, right? And right. it's like, okay, well, I know you then you probably had some of the, the thought processes <laughs> and perspectives about what you wanted to grow you were playing too, but I'm not gonna wait until that happens. Right. I'm gonna just I'm gonna create this community, right? Through group me through a free app yeah. and and see what happens and let it evolve. So, um, one of the things that I just know through by virtue of our relationship is that you um, you were affiliated with like what's the name of that program where basically had to pitch your yeah you know, so started labs yeah so tell us about like the role that that played in you kind of being able to take things to the next level yeah, absolutely so um, I had the idea of work play prior to going to city startup labs and. I had a different direction that I was taking it in terms of getting same same destination, mm-hmm. but the way I was getting there was a lot different prior to City Startup Labs. I was just really trying to build the technology piece of eWork Play. Gotcha. Whereas with this program, this incubator that I went to, City Startup Labs, they told me, hey, go after the audience first. Mm-hmm. Don't spend your time trying to spend I was pushing I was kicking out maybe two four thousand uh, dollars a month just trying to build the build the app mm. and gotcha. I was just, just dumping money in <laughs> and I wasn't really seeing yeah anything from it mm-hmm. um, and so what we found out was that hey just build the audience first and, mm-hmm. um, if you build the audience you can essentially market to the audience that you've already built right the technology component that you want mm-hmm. yep that's what really like. it makes sense it makes me think of the funnel right it's like like excuse mm-hmm. me no like trust right mm-hmm. 
You want to get as many people as possible to, to know who you exist, right. who you are. And then from there, they'll determine if they like you know, what mm -hmm. you bring to the table. And then you get people to trust you. Once yep. you somebody to trust you, yep. they'll spend money. Yeah. Right? That's what, that's what it makes me think about. I, just, I feel like just out of nowhere, I, I looked up money. Like, 30,000, 40,000, 50,000, like, like, of course, by that point, I knew you yeah, yeah. And, I, and I knew the engine behind it, but it's just it's been phenomenal um, to see it grow, to see you grow. So I'm just excited for uh, what's to come. So speaking about what I'm excited about, what are you excited about in terms of just like the direction of eWork Play and maybe what you guys got coming up, all that good stuff? Absolutely. So what we have coming up is an opportunity to, again, change the face of Charlotte. Charlotte's ranked last in terms of economic mobility. Um, that means that if you're born poor or in a certain zip code, that's as far as you'll go. That's, mm. that's the projection for the rest of your life. Wow. Um, and so what we're doing is we're going to be hosting a gala in September, 007th in gala. Okay, nice. Yep. James Bond. Yep, James <laughs> Bond theme. James Bond theme gala that is going to really highlight the challenges that um, children here in Charlotte face, which is literacy. So, programs such as Smart Start mm -hmm. help children be able to read at grade level by eighth grade, which is an indicator of how far you'll go. Mm -hmm. um, because if you're not reading at grade level by eighth grade, yeah. um, that's, that's when you're going to be on the uh, ch challenging side of economic mobility. Yep. So, um, where we, what we want to do is provide children with opportunity mm -hmm. um, by our platform of young professionals that are really enjoying the experience of Charlotte, but let's not only enjoy the experience of Charlotte, but let's also really help others to be able to enjoy the same way that we do. So, nice. um, 007th Gala that's coming up on September the 8th. Nice. Um, nice. And so, uh, we're really excited. It's gonna, we're going to have a lot of uh, awesome surprises. Uh, the Hornets are, are sponsoring the event. Aston Martin is sponsoring nice. the event. Um, you can check it out on Instagram at 007 Gale. Nice. Um, and we've got we've got something special. Man, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm actually uh, was fortunate enough to be a part of the committee that's yes. uh, planning the event. So very excited to both attend and see what it becomes. You know, let's do something special for our listeners. Um, I'm thinking, because nobody wants to go to a game alone, let's give away two tickets All right. to the person who uh, shares the best gym from this podcast, right? And also we'll have some other kind of logistics behind it. But what we're ultimately probably going to do is we're going to have you post a picture um, on your Instagram, tag three friends, and maybe something else, but we'll we'll make sure you get the details. We want to give we want to give two two tickets. Can we do that? I like that. Yes, we okay. can. Yes, we can. Okay, I put him, put him on the spot. So I, he, might, <laughs> he, might, he might have some choice words for me I after after, after we go off air. But no, I appreciate that. Man. I think uh, you know every, this is an experience that again that's pioneering in Charlotte. More people need to know about these experiences, take part in these experiences. So I hope um, that some people hear this and they take action and get some awareness about this. This wonderful event and of course the cause behind it too yes. right and very 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 important so kudos to you for having the foresight to bring these types of things to the city and also having the heart and compassion to make sure that you're leveraging your influence in the right way that's what it's all about right you know how can i use my platform as a sounding board to you know, spark change sure. right so man well the way i kind of like to end my podcast is by asking everybody a similar question 
And the question is, what do you feel like you're doing with your current lifestyle that will ensure that you leave a legacy tomorrow? That is a wonderful question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with my current lifestyle, what I'm doing that, um, that will leave a legacy tomorrow? That's mm -hmm. what I'm yep. okay. So really what I'm doing is I want to show the world that we're all more alike than we are different. And we're sharing that through these experiences that we're creating. Um, we all may have our differences, but you know, the diversity in the community that we have, um, wherever you are, I think that those are things that should be praised because the more we find out about our differences, the more we also find out how we're alike. And mm -hmm. I think that is how you really change the world. So. I like it. I like it. I want to do something fun. I literally, literally on the spot mm -hmm. just thought about it because one of the things we didn't mention, so I mean, obviously you do it the lifestyle guide, you connect us with the best restaurants and so like you guys did the Foodie Passport a while yep. back too, yep. right? Yep. And so connecting us with all these great restaurants, Charlotte, even though I've been to like so many different restaurants, it seems like there's an endless amount of new ones popping up. Right. So it, arguably, you're kind of like an expert on Charlotte food, right? Yep. Right. So I want to play a this or that game. <laughs> I, I, I literally just thought, it. And I, I don't have a ton of them because I literally just thought about it on I the like spot. But like we'll it. roll with it. And if I think it's some more along the way, we'll go with it. Okay. So pizza or burger? Ooh. It can't be both. <laughs> Can't be both. Gotta choose. I'm a guy to put a pizza on a burger. Pizza. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll I'll have to go with pizza. Okay. I'll, I'll go with pizza because you can eat yeah. that breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And it's sometimes <laughs> cold if you got to. Uh huh. Uh, ice cream or cookies? I say cookies. That way, that is warm cookies. Yes. Warm, warm, warm cookies. cookies. Insomnia. Yes. Uh, exactly. You got you got another spot, another go-to spot. Um, insomnia for cookies. Yeah, I love insomnia. We're curious if you know any, any other spots. Um, I'll say two scoops creamery. Although it's known for ice cream, I like the oh, cookies really? that they put in the ice cream. It's ah, like really good, so, so I gotta try it. <laughs> have you tried? And that's the whole podcast everybody about cookies now. But have you tried? What's that spot off of uh, Woodlawn? Gosh, what's the name of it? Um. I can't think of cup crates. Have you tried that place? Like they're known for their cupcakes, but their cookies are really good. Actually, I think I have. I need to go now. I want to go back. Right. Now I want to go back. They had they had this like s'mores cookie. Anyway, I digress. We'll talk about it offline. Uh -huh. Um, but beer or wine? Wine. Because I can wine back. Yeah. I mean, I love beer. Uh -huh. Don't get me wrong. Um, I just feel like I can still be in go mode when I drink wine. Fair enough. Um, when I drink beer, I might get a little tired. Yeah. Uh, it just makes a little sloth. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, wine. I got you. Crab legs or shrimp? Shrimp. Shrimp. Can't ever go wrong with shrimp. Mm -hmm. Crab legs are tough to beat, though. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, but that's all I got. I don't have a long list. I thought, I thought, I thought that would be that's fun. Like I thought that would be fun okay. considering you, know, you are the lifestyle guy. Um, so Devon, again, thank you so much for coming on the show. Make sure y'all tune in, listen to that gem that is dropped, or there were several gems dropped, but pick your favorite one, and we'll be sure to give you guys the rest of the details in the show notes and on Instagram on how to win two tickets to the 007 Gala coming up September 8th. Yes, sir. September 8th. All right, well, thanks again, guys, for tuning in. Thanks, Devon, for coming on the show. Until next time, peace.
Thank you for tuning in to the Legacy and Lifestyle Show with your host, George Achenpong, where you'll learn how to live the life you want today while planning for the legacy you want to leave tomorrow. Purpose, passion, and profit. Makes sense to me.